0: Welcome to Authentically Me. This is your host, Megan Sines. My purpose is to bring you real, raw, and honest conversations to help uncover the vulnerability in all of you. New episodes every Monday, so leave the judgment at the door because it's time to get authentic. Welcome back. Let's compare wounded feminine with healed feminine. Wounded feminine just means the common woman, and it's very common all over the world. This is a woman who has past trauma, specific coping mechanisms, and behaviors in place, whereby we are still wounded. A lot of us have had difficult childhoods, difficult lives, and we have picked up coping mechanisms as a result of that. So unhealed past trauma is the wounded feminine. Someone that's healing her past trauma is the healing feminine. People-pleasing, someone who puts other people's needs first, this is the wounded feminine, whereas someone that is pleasing herself and compromising, that's the healing feminine. Weak boundaries versus assertiveness. Assertiveness is essential for teaching people how to treat us. External validation, that's the wounded feminine, She wants love outside of herself versus inner validations. That's the healing feminine. She knows that she's worthy of being cherished, loved, supported, and she does that for herself first. Victim mindset is the wounded feminine. She's blaming everyone else. She doesn't take accountability for her thoughts, emotions, and behaviors versus the warrior mindset that is the healing feminine whereby she takes accountability for her mindset her thoughts emotions and habits in her life self-judgment putting herself down judging herself blaming herself hating herself that is the wounded feminine versus someone that is accepting themselves loving themselves and not judging themselves too much the healing feminine they look to encourage support and compliment themselves Someone that is completely triggered and reacting all the time, this is the wounded feminine. Whereas the healing feminine, she's healing her triggers. She knows that when she gets triggered, it's all about herself and it's her old wounds coming up. She's working on healing her triggers. She's not throwing it on other people by reacting all the time. The wounded feminine will focus on her weaknesses. The healing feminine focuses on her strengths. There are many many more to these. And I will be doing a post on them. I was wounded for so long. I didn't grow up with my biological mother. I grew up with my stepmom and she was a great mother figure. I'm very grateful for her. But it wasn't until I started to learn more about feminine energy that I realized how much I was missing. Even though my mom wasn't around, I could still feel her. I watched my best friend have the greatest relationship with her mom, and her mom was a huge mother figure for me growing up. I struggled so much with choosing toxic relationships and people who didn't deserve me, and it wasn't until I learned to set boundaries and communicate those, also being in a relationship and healing those wounds, like in fights and sticking to my boundaries of not raising my voice when I'm triggered, and looking inward on how I contributed to the argument, or asking for space and trying new things. I also healed and embraced my sexuality. Women are sensual, sexual beings, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. I allowed myself to be playful and innocent. I danced, sang, laughed, and joked. I allowed others to help me. I let myself trust and rely on other people. So how do we heal wounded feminine and fully step into the healed feminine energy? Start little. Feminine energy is all about being in the flow of things. There's no rigid structure. Surrender. First, you need to understand the traits of having a wounded divine feminine and This is important because you need to have awareness that you are even doing what you're doing and that you're operating in any of the unhealthy boundaries. I have created a chart that is posted on my Instagram, so make sure you save it to reference. Go ahead and give yourself a little test and see where you fall on the spectrum of having a wounded feminine energy when you're looking for connection, when you're looking for intimacy, whether it's in your romantic relationships or relationships you have with anybody. Because when you feel triggered or when you feel emotionally caught in a tight spot, oftentimes that comes from and through our wounded traits, not the traits of the divine feminine energy. Make sure you comment which ones you resonate with the most and which ones that you are aware of now and are going to start working on. And as always, If you're looking to heal these types of things in your relationships, let me know. Reach out to me. My one-on-ones and workshops always go into divine masculine and divine feminine and clients see great growth. I want to talk about some signs that your divine feminine is healing. Hypervigilance stops looking like intuition. Chemistry stops looking like compatibility. Attachment stops looking like connection. Emotions stop looking like vulnerability. Toxicity stops looking like excitement. Peace stops looking like boredom. You stop putting other people's needs before yours. You no longer depend on someone else for your own happiness. And you feel responsible for your life and no longer play the victim role. Also, exploring your mom's lineage and your grandmothers and ancestors can help heal the divine feminine. You can heal your inner feminine by forgiving your mother for the times she let her own pain manifest into yours. I love the mother wound so much. So how do we know you have a mother wound? This is when your mother, for whatever reason, was not emotionally attuned to you or available to you as a child. She might have been there physically and she may have met your physical needs, but she may have been emotionally absent. There are so many reasons why a mother may turn out this way. I like to go by the three A's, which are absence, abuse, and addictions. I will also add postpartum depression as well as systemic issues in our society. Like single moms, there are way more statistically... This goes on to show poverty. Perhaps your mother was in an abusive relationship, maybe she was an immigrant, maybe she had a physical or mental illness, or it could be none of these. And maybe on paper, it looked like everything was great, but then when you look back, you just have this feeling that your mom wasn't there for you. Maybe it feels awkward to show affection to your mom. If you've had any of these feelings, then it means that some need was not met and it doesn't have to be intentional on your mom's part either. In college, I studied multiple different age ranges, but most importantly, babies and how their moms would react to them. When they started crying, does she get down on the baby's level and hug the child and soothe and say, oh honey, it's okay. Sometimes the mother would laugh uncomfortably or didn't react at all. And what the baby learns is that no one is going to help them or coach them if they are scared or hurt. And these little things really do build up over time. These are subtle things that happen. This can translate into romantic relationships. I've definitely found these in some of the partners I've dated. I'd gravitate towards emotionally unavailable partners. I am also very awkward when meeting moms in my relationships Or sometimes mother figures in my life. It was also really awkward and still is at times to be in a circle of women. It's just new to me and not my normal. So creating this business has definitely changed me. And I realize how many women are so much alike and they need that circle. It is so empowering for me to be around a strong, supportive group of women. I just want to say that even if your mom was struggling, even if she did have a valid reason or health concern, or something that explains why she was the way she was. And even if she did do the best she could, it still might have not been enough. She still didn't respond to you the way that you needed. But we still have to validate with 100% honesty that this still hurts you and it still impacted you. And it wasn't because of you. It's not something you said or because you didn't behave. It's not because of you. There's a difference between love and attachment as well. You can love your mother and acknowledge that the attachment safety wasn't there. Attachment is about creating emotional safety in a relationship so that a baby recognizes that they can go out into the world and fall back into their mom as a safety net because they trust that their mom will always be there to comfort them and take care of them if they need to. And if you didn't get that, It doesn't matter how much your mom actually loved you if the safety and consistency wasn't there for you. I have a special affirmation just for you to work on your mother wound, which I'm going to jump into. I always want to know what your biggest takeaways are, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on an Instagram story and let me know what you learned today. Okay, ready for the affirmation? It's a long one, but the point of it is to listen to the words and see what comes up. This is an opportunity to journal on these thoughts and just sit with them. To my inner child, you have always been a gift to the world, and I am so sorry that your mother couldn't see it or could not love you the way that you needed to be loved. Your mother's absence is not because of who you are or because of something you did as a kid, because you were just a child. Your mother couldn't see past her own pain and couldn't work through her own patterns. Therefore, she could not or would not treat you the way that you deserved. Either way, you are not responsible for your mother because she should have been responsible for you. And from now on, as the big version of you, I will make sure to love you unconditionally. I will make sure to pay attention to your needs, big or small. And I will literally be here for you forever. I am different from my mom because unlike her, I am committed to healing myself. The last part is really true especially if you are a mom or currently pregnant or want to become a mom because oftentimes we are afraid of becoming just like our parents but just the fact that you're listening to this podcast and intentionally doing the work makes you different from your mom already i would encourage you to sit in the grief of this process to write your mother a letter and write it for yourself as a way to release those feelings and get them out on a piece of paper. Whatever it is that you do, you want to acknowledge that grief is not always about death or illness, but grief is about loss, even if that loss is a dream or hope. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to always create a safe space to be vulnerable in. And if you benefited from this episode in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, I love being a resource to you on Instagram at HealWithMegan. I can't wait to share space with you all again next week. Sending you all love and healing.